ឆ្លងស្វាគមន៍យូអាបោតទូលីសិនទូអាមេសេជ្ជហ្វ្រុំអាយសេអ៊ីអ៊ីអ៊ីអ៊ីអ៊ីអ៊ីអ៊ីអ
many of you know God always has a plan? Yeah, the question is, are we listening to his plan through the Indian food? And, and I didn't know it was his plan. You know what's so amazing? Now people ask me my name. And I say, my name is Pekaday. And you know what happens? The Cambodians' eyes get really big. And they name? Yeah, why does a foreigner have a Cambodian name? And then I say, well, and I tell them the story. And you know what? Every time I introduce my name, I have a chance to share the gospel. It's like a perfect evangelistic opportunity. God's always got a plan. And tonight, I want to talk to you about the plan he has for Cambodia. So this evening, we're going to talk about this phrase, one nation, one generation. And my prayer is that this would be imparted deep into your heart. Tonight. And, and the question we want to ask this evening is what is God's heart for Cambodia? I came to Cambodia for the first time in 2003. And it was a different world. It's tonight I'm going to drive home to Batambong. It's going to take me a little over two hours. In 2003, it would take like eight hours. But in 2003, God spoke to me this phrase. One nation, one generation. This is what I believe God wants to do in Cambodia. And I've been giving my life to it for the last 12 years. And so last week, Pastor Andy, he was talking about the life of Joseph. And how Joseph trusted God even in the most difficult situations in his life. How many of you know life's difficult? Either, either you're honest or you're lying, and if you're honest, your hand was up right then, right? Life's hard. And it got really hard for Joseph. Rejected by his brothers. Sold into slavery. Falsely accused of something that he did not do. Ends up in jail. When you read the Bible, try to put yourselves in the shoes of the people in the Bible. Feel how they feel. Uh, feel how they feel. So I, I need your help tonight, okay? Joseph is in jail. As a slave. Hated on by his brothers. How does he feel? How does he feel? Say, angry. 
Bạt khăn. Let's go alone. Nâng ai ca. Khmai, khmai. ជាចាប់វិតនេះអូខេហ៊ីស៊ីវេរីហើរអ៊ែនវ៉ូនឌេដបាទគាត់ទទួលបានដើម្បីមួយយ៉ាងជ្រាវជ្រាវយ៉
God is in the business of redeeming. God's character and his nature is that he redeems the hardest and most difficult situations. And that's what he's doing in Cambodia. See, that's what he does in our lives. So as we come this evening, as Pastor Andy was praying, we come and we bring with us a bunch of junk that happened this week. And we want to give it back to God and trust Him. And He redeems us, He heals us up. But he doesn't just want to do that in our lives individually. See, he does that in Joseph's life. He redeems Joseph. But he also redeems the whole nation of Israel. And so God's wanting to redeem your individual life, but he's also trying to redeem the whole nation of Cambodia. And if you look at Joseph's life, He's like a type of Jesus, meaning he points towards Jesus. Jesus gets rejected. Jesus gets falsely accused. Jesus is then treated like a slave. And there's a time when Jesus is like, Father, no, I don't understand. Well, I understand, but I don't really want to do it. But then he goes to the cross. He goes to the cross. Why? For redemption. To redeem you individually, but also to redeem us corporately, to redeem the world. Because God loves you, but he loves the world also. And so this is what God is doing in Cambodia. He's redeeming you and he's redeeming Cambodia. And so I pray that this gets deep into our hearts. But I want to talk about another guy in the Old Testament. And it's in the book of Judges. And uh, we're going to read in Judges chapter 6 in a minute. And it's this guy named Gideon. Can you just, just say Gideon's name with me? Gideon. 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 Now Gideon, he is uh, in a difficult situation. Israel is under the reign of another country. If you have ever been in a country that was ever under another country, you hate that. And that's Gideon's situation. And God comes to Gideon. And he says, Gideon, I'm going to redeem your nation. 
ព្រះអង្គមានព្រះមន្ទូទៅកាន់ណាស់គេឌៀនយើងនឹងព្រោះលក់ប្រជាជាតិរបស់អ្នកអ៊ីងគេឌៀនគាត់នឹងឆ្
You are a warrior. And I am with you. Two things I want you to see from this. Number one. The way, the way you see yourself is not always true. A lot of times we see ourselves very differently than how God sees us. ซอรี่ฮอลดออนฟอร์วันเซคันด์บ้องปะอังคมายซัมอธิบายอันติดอลแทงออกคนนี้บานามาคิมนึงซันไกปะสําหรับแทงออกคนนี้ปูกายเอ
freakishly fearful of demons and spirits. They talk all the time, even Christians, about seeing evil spirits, evil spirits coming and disturbing them at night. Oh, I saw a ghost last night, and we need to break that in Jesus' name. Amen. Here's what you need to understand. And I'll tell you what you need to understand through a little story. In Batambong, uh, I'm a part of Youth of the Mission, YWAM. Uh, we started to plant a church. It's called Community Light Church. And, uh, we have about 150 people that come and worship every single Sunday. It's awesome. And one of the young leaders, his name is Panyawan. Can you say Panyawan? Panyawan. Panyawan. Panyawan became a Christian three years ago. You know why? Because he heard us talking about not being scared of demons. See, Panyawan, since he was a little boy, he would say that evil spirits would come and disturb him at night. If you're not from Cambodia and you're like, that sounds crazy, I'm telling you, this is a reality in Cambodia. And so we're talking, and we've talked about how, how we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And when you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you no longer are scared of evil spirits. You're no longer scared of Satan. Actually, Satan's scared of you. Satan's scared of you because you have Holy Spirit in you, and Holy Spirit is the biggest spirit. And so, Panyawan went home that night. And the demons came to disturb him. And he said to the demons, I believe in Jesus. I have Holy Spirit inside of me now. You believe in Jesus' name. The demons never came back. Amen? Amen. And this was the turning point for Panyawan. From wounded to warrior. And now God's using Panyawan in huge ways. Three weeks ago, his older brother came to uh, believe in Jesus. Two weeks ago, his grandma came to know Jesus. Because God is moving in Cambodia. Now, that was the first thing Gideon had to get past being wounded to being a warrior. But I want to tell you about another piece that helped him. God says, but Gideon, I will be with you. And something changes. See, Gideon is from Israel and he speaks Hebrew. Now, I know you probably don't speak Hebrew, nor do you care. But I gotta tell you just one word in Hebrew. It's the word for God. And it's Yahweh. Can you say Yahweh with me tonight? Yahweh. Yahweh. 
Yahweh. For Gideon, when he hears Yahweh, this is what he thinks. Creator God. All powerful God. One and only true God. And so when Gideon hears Yahweh, Yahweh is with you. Something changes. All of a sudden, he stops thinking the way he used to think. Because see, if Yahweh is with you, nothing can stop you. I'm telling you, this was very real for the people in the Old Testament. For Moses, God says to Moses, I'm going to use you to deliver Israel. Moses says the same thing. But no, God, but no, no, but no, 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 but, 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 but. And then God comes and says to Moses. But Moses, Yahweh is with you. Changes him. Same thing happens to Joshua. God comes and says the same thing. It changes him. When Yahweh is with you, nobody can be against you. Yahweh is working in Cambodia. He's moving in very powerful ways. And he wants to redeem this nation. Now, some of us go, can God really redeem a nation in one generation? So before we finish, I want to give you one practical example. South Korea. 60 years ago. Coming out of a war. The poorest nation on the face of the planet. Highly culturally Buddhist. Fast forward 60 years later, and we see a different South Korea. South Korea is 35% Christian. When a nation turns to Jesus, God blesses that nation. Now, I'm not talking about prosperity gospel. I'm not talking about God wants to make everybody rich. Do not hear that. I'm talking about Deuteronomy 28 and 29. God blesses nations that turn to him. And so God has blessed South Korea. They're now the ninth wealthiest nation in the world. But in Genesis, God calls Abraham. So we're going to read in Genesis chapter 12. We'll just read verse 2 actually. And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. God says, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. But it's not so that you keep it. 
It's so that you give it away. As Christians, that's our lives. We, we give our lives away. Over and over again. Every time. Why? Because that's what Jesus did. And so that's what South Korea has been doing. God's been blessing South Korea. And now they have been blessing the nations. They're the second most sending of missionaries in, out of any nation in the world. Can God transform a nation in one generation? He just did it in South Korea. And he's about to do it in this nation. But will we believe it? Will we believe it? And I want to just show you a couple signs of what God is doing, and we're going to finish. We've been training hundreds of Cambodians for long-term missions and ministry over the last 10 years in Batambong. When we first came to Cambodia, God put something in our heart. Not just Cambodians reaching Cambodians, but Cambodians blessing the nations. Because you know in the Khmer Bible, Matthew 28 says the same thing. Go preach the gospel to the nations. Cambodia, but the Cambodia, but and I want to show you two of my heroes. And their names, uh, they are working in two nations. In Myanmar and in China. Uh, in Laos, sorry. This is my friend. This is my friend Yuka. And Dim. 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 They are for a team of four in Laos, Cambodians, pioneering new ministries in Laos. Cambodian missionaries. When I moved here 10 years ago, people said, Cambodians can't be missionaries. They're too wounded. No, no, no. They're warriors. This is my friend Lang. He is the first ever that we know of Cambodian long-term missionary in the history of the nations to go to Myanmar long-term. Uh, he is the first Cambodian missionary to go to Myanmar ever. Uh, 
That's good news. That should be exciting. God's doing a crazy thing in Cambodia. He's doing it in Badambong. And he's doing it in Siem Reap. So we're going to worship in a minute. But I just want you to remember these two things as we finish. In the Bible, the word remember is used 231 times. Why? Because we're so easy to forget. God is taking us from wounded to warrior. He is redeeming you. He has redeemed you. And he is redeeming this nation. One nation, one generation. Because Yahweh is with you. Can you stand up with me tonight? I just want to tell you one more thing and we're going to worship. In Matthew chapter 28, Jesus is about to go and he calls the disciples together he says go out preach the gospel make disciples not just believers disciples and then he says this and I will be with you now remember the disciples are Jewish and when they hear Jesus say I am with you you know what they hear Yahweh is with you and they think about Moses and they think about Joshua they think about Gideon and then they go and they change the world. Tonight, Jesus wants to say to us, I am with you. And some of us are wondering, and what I, is what I'm doing in Cambodia making a difference? Is what I'm doing in Cambodia making a difference? God wants to speak to you tonight. Would you close your eyes with me and pray with me? Yahweh, we thank you that you are with us. Yahweh, we thank you that you've redeemed us. God, we pray that you would come and encourage us tonight. That you are transforming this nation and this generation. And we believe it, God. Can we just begin to lift up our voices and just say, we believe, God, that you can transform Cambodia in this generation. Let's just begin to lift up our voices and make a declaration. This nation is going from wounded to warriors. Let's all of us just begin to lift up our voices and declare that together. Thank you for listening.
We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website. Or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook. We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life. This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Thank you that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. God bless you.